KFA 94.1 FM. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online at kpfa.org. The time is 3 p.m. Stay tuned next for a cover-to-cover open book. Welcome to Open Book, Friday's edition of Cover to Cover. I'm Amelia Gonzalez. Today, we celebrate Poetry Month by bringing you the poetry of the Middle East. In this half hour, we will listen to Iraqi poet, novelist, translator, and filmmaker Sinan Antun reading some poems from his most recent book of poetry, Baghdad Blues. He will also read poetry from Palestinian poet Mahmoud Darwish, Iraqi poet Sargon Bolos, and Syrian poet Adonis. Stay with us as we honor these voices of poetry. We start with the poems of Sinan Antun, who is a contributing editor of Banipal, an editorial committee member of Middle East Report, and a member of Penn America. He is an assistant professor at New York University. He was born in Baghdad in 1967 and moved to the U.S. after the 1991 Gulf War. Here he is reading from his latest book of poetry entitled Baghdad Blues. Necropolis. You could not step into the same Baghdad twice. I lean on an invisible wall and gaze at an abyss whose dimensions are Baghdad by Baghdad. The Baghdad of space and the Baghdad of time. It is a vast grave, open and welcoming. Thousands sit on its thresholds, others sleep inside. Some wail, others hallucinate, and there are those who are laughing, yes, laughing. Their mouths and skulls are full of dirt. Nothing endures. Wherever I lean, I hear the same echo, death's pulse crawling on distant walls, on which Iraqis lean as they gaze onto an abyss. They listen to the pulse of death crawling in old bones, and new ones. As I write, a crow is perched on my shoulder. It pecks at my heart voraciously and confidently. It is the confidence of one who knows that there are genealogies of pain and archives of blood never to be looted by anyone. When it has had enough, the blackness in its wings claps away in my sky. Another crow takes its place on my shoulder and pecks. When I turn and look behind me, I see crows as far as the eye can see. Their feathers are a long night. They are all waiting. 
Baghdad is a broken icon buried in a fertile memory. Engravings on walls, tablets, body parts in books, debris in manuscripts, all carried by the doves and crows of reading. Poems, slogans, wars, invasions, and skulls laughing in nightmares addicted to the night. A night raised by spears and swords, then passed on to missiles and satellites as they monitor the ghosts dancing in and around Baghdad. In the end, Baghdad is akin to its sisters, mythical and mythologized cities. Baghdad is the search for Baghdad, and all this destruction will only polish the selectivity of memory. Nostalgia, too, will do what it usually does. Baghdad is Baghdad's, copies that converse as they are being looted from museums. Baghdad's maps imagining the Baghdad that was, should, could have been. They are all original and they are all false. Its ghosts haunt me. Whenever a city attempts to inhabit me, I tell it that it will have to coexist with Baghdad. Even in New York, I introduce Baghdad to its youngest sister and listen to their dialogue inside. Whenever I roam the streets, Baghdad accompanies me in my internal streets, as if every moment is an intersection of Baghdad and what will come. Baghdad is ink for other cities' paper. It is the prism I carry in my sensual lexicon. I write the new words and topography of other cities between its lines. I sleep in other cities, but always wake up drenched with Baghdad's nightmares. The archives of memory are open, and I will keep storming them so that everything flies away. Death's museums expand, and their walls copulate and crawl like a panting desert. My language is a lost caravan, an oasis might wake up every now and then. The storm might rest a bit, but death writes relentlessly, and I must read it. an Iraqi infant. Do you know that your mother's nipples are dry bones, that her breasts are bursting with depleted uranium? Do you know that the womb's window overlooks a confiscated land? Do you know that your tomorrow has no tomorrow, that your blood is the ink of new maps? Do you know that your mother is weaving 
the slowness of her moments into an elegy. And she is already mourning you. Don't be shy. Your funeral is over. The tears are dry and everyone's gone. Come forward. It's only a short way. Don't be late. Your grave is looking at its watch. Don't be afraid. We'll arrange your bones whichever way you want and leave your skull like a flower on top. Come forward. Your many friends await and there are more every day. Your ghosts will play together. Come on. A photograph of an Iraqi boy on the front page of the New York Times. He sat at the edge of the truck, eight or nine years old, surrounded by his family, his father, mother, and five siblings were asleep. His head was buried in his hands. All the clouds of the world were waiting on the threshold of his eyes. The tall man wiped off the sweat and started digging the seventh grave. torn by war, I took a brush immersed in death and drew a window on war's wall. I opened it, searching for something, but all I saw was another war and a mother weaving a shroud for the dead man still in her womb. Clouds. All the clouds of the world are waiting in my body, and you are their wind, sky, and earth. The sea is a lexicon of blueness, assiduously read by the sun. Your body, too, is a lexicon of my desires. Its first letter will take a lifetime. Your lips are a pink butterfly flying from one word to another. I run after them in gardens of silence. My eyes are two sieves, sifting in piles of others for you.
You've been listening to Sinan Antun, reading from his most recent book of poetry, Baghdad Blues. Next, Sinan Antun will read some poems by prominent Arab poets. The late Palestinian poet Mahmoud Darwish, Iraqi poet Sargon Bolos, and Syrian poet Adonis. Mahmoud Darwish is regarded as the Palestinian national poet. In his work, Palestine became a metaphor for the loss of Eden, birth and resurrection, and the anguish of dispossession and exile. He passed away on August 9th, 2008. Think of others. As you prepare your breakfast, think of others. Do not forget what doves eat. As you wage your wars, think of others. Do not forget those who seek peace. As you pay the water bill, think of others, those who are breastfed by clouds. As you return home, your home, think of others. Do not forget those who live in tents. As you sleep and count the stars, think of others. There are those who cannot find space to sleep. As you free yourself with metaphors, think of others, those who lost their right to speak. As you think of distant others, think of yourself and say, I wish I were a candle in the dark. I thought that I had died on Saturday. So I said, I must stipulate something in my will. I did not find anything. I said, I have to invite a friend to tell him that I am dead. But I did not find anyone. I said, I must go to my grave to fill it. But I did not find the way and my grave remained empty. I said, I must do what I must. Write the last line on shades, but the water spilled onto the letters. I said I must do something here and now, but I did not find an act worthy of a dead man. I screamed, this death has no meaning, absurdity and chaos in the senses. I will not believe that I have died a full death. Perhaps I am somewhere in between. Perhaps I am a retired dead man spending his short vacation in life. Mercy Bullet I am jealous of the horse when its leg is broken and it feels the insult of its inability to attack and retreat in the wind, they treat it with the mercy bullet. As for me, if something is broken in me, physical or moral, I ask that a professional killer be found. Even if he is one of my enemies, I will pay him his fees and the bullet's cost. I will kiss his hand and the gun, and if I can write, 
I will praise him with a precious poem and he would choose the rhyme and the meter. With shyness, with shyness, I listen to an old song on a scratched record. With shyness, I smell the scent of a rose that is not mine. With shyness, I scratch a body part. With shyness, I use my five senses. With shyness, I succumb to my sixth sense. With shyness, I live as if I am the guest of a gypsy who is about to depart. In Jerusalem, I mean inside the old wall. I walk from one epoch to another without a memory to correct me. There, prophets share the history of the sacred they ascend to the heavens and return less crestfallen and less sad. Love and peace are sacred and coming to the city. I was walking over a slope and thinking, how can narrators disagree on the light speech in a stone? Do wars break out because of a stone's dim light? I walk in my sleep, I gaze in my sleep. I see no one behind or before me. All this light is for me. I walk, run, fly, and become someone else in the manifestation. Words bloom like grass from Isaiah's prophetic mouth. You will not be safe unless you believe. I walk as if I am someone else. My wound is a white evangelical flower. My hands two doves on the cross, flying and carrying the earth. I don't walk. I fly and become someone else. There is no place and no time. Who am I? I am not I in the presence of the ascent. But I think only the prophet spoke classical Arabic. What else? What else? A female soldier shouts suddenly. It is you again. Didn't I kill you? I said, you killed me. And like you, I forgot to die. There is no city in the city, no here except there, and no there except here. The poem is called The Butterfly Effect, which is the um, same title of his last collection published in 2008. Athar al-Farashati Athar al-Farashati la yura أثر الفراشة لا يزول هو جاذبية غامض يستدرج المعنى ويرحل حين يتضح السبيل هو خفة الأبدي في اليومي أشواق إلى أعلى وإشراق جميل هو شامة في الضوء تومئ حين يرشدنا إلى الكلمات باطننا الدليل هو مثل أغنية تحاول أن تقول وتكتفي بالاقتباس من الضلال ولا تقول 
أثر الفراشة لا يرى أثر الفراشة لا يزول I Belong There by Mahmoud Darwish Translated by Carolyn Forche and Munir Al-Akish I belong there I have many memories I was born as everyone is born I have a mother A house with many windows Brothers, friends And a prison cell With a chilly window I have a wave snatched by seagulls A panorama of my own I have a saturated meadow In the deep horizon of my word I have a moon A bird's sustenance And an immortal olive tree I have lived on the land long before swords turned man into prey. I belong there. When heaven mourns for her mother, I return heaven to her mother. And I cry so that a returning cloud might carry my tears. To break the rules, I have learned all the words needed for a trial by blood. I have learned and dismantled all the words in order to draw from them a single word, home. Assyrian descent was born in Iraq in 1944. He lived there the first 13 years of his life. His last years were dogged by ill health, but he was working and writing to the very end. He died on October 22nd of 2007 and is survived by his partner of several decades. A Portrait of an Iraqi Person at the End of Time by Sargon Bolos, translated by Sinan Anton. I see him here or there, his eye wandering in the river of catastrophes, his nostrils rooted in the soil of massacres, and his belly which grinded the wheat of madness in Babylon's mills for ten thousand years. I see his portrait, which has lost its frame in history's repeated explosions, Retrieving its features like a mirror To surprise us every time With its gratuitous ability to lavish On his clear forehead you can see As if on the pages of a book A column of invaders passing through Just as in a black and white film Give him any prison or graveyard Give him any exile any here or there and despite that we can see the catapults pounding the walls so that once again Uruk rises high Syrian poet and essayist Adonis, pen name of Ali Ahmad, was born in 1930. He is generally considered the Arab world's greatest living poet he began writing poetry in the 1950s. Salute to Baghdad by Adonis. Put your coffee aside and drink something else. 
listening to what the invaders say. With heaven's blessing, we are directing a preventive war, carrying the water of life from the banks of the Hudson and the Thames, so that it may flow on the Tigris and Euphrates. A war against water and trees, against birds and children's faces. A fire on the ends of sharp nails comes out of their hands. The machine's hand taps their shoulders. The air weeps, carried on a reed called earth. The soil becomes red and black. From tanks and launchers, on missiles and flying whales. In a time improvised by Sharpnel, in space, volcanoes spitting their lava. Stagger, O Baghdad, on your pierced sides. The invaders were born smoothly, in the lap of a four-legged wind, from their private skies, as it prepares the world to be swallowed by the whale of their sacred language. It's true, as the invaders say, this mother sky only devours its own children. Do we, therefore, have to believe, O invaders, that there are prophetic missiles carrying invasion? That civilization is only born out of depleted uranium? Old new ashes under our feet. Do you know which abyss you have reached, O you lost feet? Our deaths live in the arms of the clock, and our sorrows are about to sink their claws in the bodies of stars. Oh, what a country this is. Silence is its name, and there is only pain. There it is, filled with graves, some still, some moving. Oh, what a country this is, a land swimming in fire, its people like green logs. Oh, how enchanting you are, Sumerian stone. Gilgamesh still beats in your heart. There he is about to disembark, searching for life. But his guide this time is nuclear dust. We have shut the windows after wiping the glass with newspapers, chronicling the invasion. We have laid our last roses on the graves. Where do we go? Even the road does not believe our steps anymore. A homeland is about to forget its name. Why did the Damascus Rose teach me how to sleep in Syria's lap? The killer has eaten the bread of song. Poet, do not ask, for nothing will wake this earth except rebellion. translator and filmmaker Sinan Antun, reading the works of the late Mahmoud Darwish from Palestine, Iraqi poet Sargon Bolos, and Syrian poet Adonis. Earlier we heard Sinan Antun sharing some of his work from his latest book of poetry, Baghdad Blues. This has been Open Book, Friday's edition of Cover to Cover. I'm Amelia Gonzalez. Many thanks to Malihe Rasasan for producing this feast of poetry, to Erica Bridgman, who is at the controls, and to you for listening.
Improvisation with Queer on Their Feet and a benefit for the Unitarian Universalist Church of Berkeley this April 19th. The comedy troupe Queer on Their Feet features comics doing fabulous stand-up followed by improvisation games using situations suggested by the audience. Every show is unique, fun, and often hysterical. There will be two shows on Sunday, April 19th, 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. at the Unitarian Universalist Church of Berkeley, off the Arlington at Mosier at Terrace. Tickets are $15 advance, $20 at the door. Students pay only $10. Advance tickets are available through brownpapertickets.com or at the Unitarian Church. Call 510-525-0302 for more information. Wheelchair accessible. 